Hi, welcome to This Is Your Book Club podcast. I'm Sarah. I'm Jamie. Welcome. Hello. So good to be here. You it don't even know. It is October. There's a chill in the air. It's time to read books in my Halloween sweats. Yes. We are fully <laughs> Halloweens now. It is I know. definitely October. Yesterday, I wore my ghost shirt that says books. Oh, I love that one. With my Jack Skellington earrings. Ooh, even better. I know. I need some Halloween earrings. I, I don't have them. any Halloween. I don't you have, have to look jewelry. kind of close because yeah. it's like just his little tiny. head. It looks like, well, they're not, they're like round, maybe the sign yeah. of tip of my pinky. Okay. But they're just like flat of his face. Oh, cute. So you kind of have to be like, Wait, what? Is that <gasps> like, oh, it's just Jack Skellington. Yeah. I, I kind it. of like it. Yeah. Give me all the Halloween things. Yes, I pulled mine out, started wearing them yesterday. Uh, I'm happy. So happy. I love Halloween. I love this month. Me too. Today, we will be talking about the books we read for our Halloween quiz. Yeah, so today is a Q&A episode. And so we did a quiz last month to get us a good Halloween book, hopefully. Mm. So... Yeah, so based off that quiz, we were recommended a book. Yes. And we've read our books. And so instead of doing another quiz with you this week, we're going to report on our books because okay. it's still the beginning of October. You have time to get them if you think you'll like them. Yes. But before so, we do that. Yes. Jamie, do you have a fun fact? Yes. Frida McFadden, you are so fun. She's I love the author. Her name. Yeah, me too. <laughs> um, she's the author of our book for the month of October, The Housemaid. Mm -hmm. And she is really fun. So I talked last week about how she's a physician um, dealing with brain injuries. Okay, so I listened to an interview that Michaela did from Michaela's Book Nook, which is um, on YouTube, a YouTube account. Mm -hmm. um, she interviewed her. And in the interview, she talks about there's this huge rumor out there that she's a brain surgeon. She is not a brain surgeon. She is a physician. Okay. So, but she's also, the question that was asked was, how do you work as a physician and write books full time? Because she releases books a lot. She yes, has a lot of books out there. She does have a lot of books. And yes. she said she doesn't always do it well, ah. <laughs> doing both of them full time, but that she works Monday through Friday, so five days a week, as a part-time physician. So she said okay. she's usually off by two. So she's not working full-time long physician hours. Hmm. She is working part-time. Not that that still is any less of a challenge. Yeah, for sure. Being a physician and writing books. But then she also was asked, you know, what's her what's her setup for writing? What works best for her? And she said, the couch or my front porch. Those are the two places you'll find me. I love that. And actually. that's where I write. I can't do it anywhere else. And I just hope nobody's gonna bug me while I'm there. I and that's love how she writes. That. Yeah. Sitting so on it the sounds porch. like you come home from work and sit. Yeah. And Instead of turning on a TV show like some of us do to unwind, yes. she's sitting on her couch writing a novel. Why not? She's unwind if that's what helps you unwind, how fantastic is that? Lucky duck. Yeah. That's amazing. Anyway, so I'm Very excited cool. for this novel. I Me think it'll too. be a good one. Awesome. All right, let's take a break. Okay. All right, here we go. Let's talk about our books. I can't remember what book you got. Jamie. I got The Dark Descent of Elizabeth Frankenstein. 
Ooh. And I actually just finished it yesterday. Ooh. And so it fresh. is super fresh in my mind. And I loved it. I thought it was so good. Am I starting? Yes. Okay. Tell me about it. Because I've started, Sarah. <laughs> I want to hear about it. I'm jumping it. right in. So Ooh, look the, at the cover. It is a good cover. The Dark Descent yeah. of Elizabeth Frankenstein by Kirsten White. This was written in 2018. Um, and... Ooh, what is uh, sewn behind that? I am sorry, but the no. cover is like they've sewn... The word Frankenstein like stitches, you know, uh -huh. or they've like sewing up skin. It's kind of yes. gross. Yep. But underneath the opening, it's like pink. Mm, what? Well, yeah, it's that is not pink red past like there. blood. No, it's, you are right. I didn't look that closely at it. Hmm. And I've Ooh. read the book and I'm trying to think, what is that? <laughs> okay. Mm. Sorry to interrupt. Okay. I was no, just looking. It was so, it was the perfect. Halloween weekend book. Ooh. I started it on Saturday. I finished it yesterday. Yesterday was Monday. So I read it over the weekend and it just brought in the month so well. Just enough. That's awesome. Little spooky ooky. So it is a retelling of Frankenstein, okay. which to put it out there, I've never read Frankenstein. Me either. Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. I know, I, we all know of it, but I don't actually know the written version of Frankenstein, which this made me want to then go and read Frankenstein and find out what it is, because oh, I'm assuming the characters in this are the same characters in Frankenstein, but told from a different point of view. Okay. So the point of view here is Elizabeth, and Elizabeth is taken in by a family um, to help with their son. They have a son who just needs some more attention, some help, you know, keeping him entertained. This is set back in in the times. Sure. The times yes. of Frankenstein. Right. Um, and so she goes to live with this family and she grows up with, um, oh, what was his name? Now, now I can't even think of his name. Anyway, she, she grows up with him and she helps him constantly like when he's she sees he definitely has struggles and it kind of sounds to me like some sort of depression or bipolar or he just gets in these dark moods and has a hard time pulling out of it okay and when those happen she helps him pull out of it she mm. also helps cover for him sometimes when mm. she knows he just can't do any better um and and she just can't imagine her life without him so she is helping him along and he when as they grow up and he leaves the home he goes out to do studies and school and so you're just kind of hearing this from her point of view she brings in a new nurse to take care of his um is it Victor maybe it's Victor to take care of Victor's younger brothers that are still in the home they're young and so Elizabeth finds this girl who's in a situation that she kind of was familiar to her, kind of recalled her of her childhood okay. and how she ended up in the Frankenstein family. Um, she sees this girl being treated poorly on the street and takes her mm -hmm. under her wing and then gets the Frankenstein family to bring her in as their nursemaid or their nanny. Okay. So the Frankensteins, like the dad is a judge. So he's referred to as Judge Frankenstein. Oh. And I've heard this before that Frankenstein isn't actually the monster. 
Frankenstein is the name of the person who created the, the monster. monster. But in our culture, we just refer to that monster as Frankenstein. Right. And it's supposed to be the hmm. monster of Frankenstein. Okay. So okay. that's interesting as well. And I'd heard that before, but again, I haven't read Frankenstein, so I don't know. So it just kind of goes through Elizabeth's story with this uh, family, the Frankenstein family, and then who is who, what is this mysterious monster in the woods that has this super unlikely body? And of course, we know as we're reading the description, it's Frankenstein. Or the monster of Frankenstein. Monster of Frankenstein. But okay, okay. Who created Frankenstein? Ah. And what is he? Mm-hmm. And how did this get made? Who's doing is it? And what is her part in it with this family? I really loved it. And I love that I think we're hearing a lot of these older stories from a woman's perspective who's involved in the story. Ooh, yeah, so it's fun to like see that. that feminist side of the story. Yeah. Um, if I can use feminist in that way, not that feministic, just a female. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Talking about her story. Right. It's from her voice. Ooh. I loved it. That's awesome. A good creeper. What'd you get? Just a fun one. I gave it four stars. Awesome. I think if you're gonna pick what a great recommendation for October. This one would be on the list. I love that. Yes. Especially from a quiz. Yes. Right? I think this is probably the most loved book that I've gotten off of a quiz from recommendation. From a quiz. And yeah. I've read a couple others. That I've liked. That I've liked. Yes. Um, but this one I really liked. I love that. And again, I had never heard of it. No. It's a couple years old. I've never heard of it. Yes. And... I highly recommend it. The, it's on my list. The Dark Descent of Elizabeth I even just went to the library and was like, ooh, there is three copies in use. Oh, there are? And there's nobody wait. There's every, They're all checked out. But, but there's, there's no, no more on the wait. line. Yeah. So like, ah. I could just as soon as someone's done. Good. Snag it. I know. I think you'll like it. Let me know what you think. I'm excited. Okay. Maybe I was just super excited because it's a quiz. Well, yeah, I just am like highly anticipating like spooky books. Around. Like, yes. I, I don't know. I can like them all year, but there is something about reading right. them. I like suspense right thrillers, but this is more Halloweenish, like monsters. Frankenstein. That yeah. is such an iconic Halloween character. Story. Absolutely. So the fact that it had to do with that, it just brought in the month of October. I love it. Yeah. That's awesome. I like Way it. Way to ring it in. All right, the book that I got from the quiz yes. was called How to Hang a Witch by Adriana Mather. Again, books we have never heard of. Never. Right? Had you heard of that one? Nope. This How to one, hang a witch. Okay. It, again, is also a few years old. It's uh-huh. a number of years old. Um, it has very high ratings and it has been read a lot of times. It just has never crossed my path like i've just mm-hmm. never heard of it right um this is also perfect for this time of year as it deals with the salem witches sweet okay so it's it's a modern telling of like an ancestor of the people from that time so okay this story actually takes or is from the point of view of the daughter of, like, the town sheriff. 
okay. back. I don't know if that's the right, right term back then, but he was like the overseer of, of the law. The law. Okay. Yes. So he he accused um, women of witchcraft. He was highly invested in their conviction. And she is his ancestor. So she finds out this. She, there's a bit of a stain on her name in this community now. Okay. Her father, so much so that her father grew up in this town. Like people never leave. Like they've just continued to like have their children. You stay and you just are all related. You just stay there. At some, in yeah. some way, it sounds like. But there, her dad like wanted out, didn't want to be involved anymore. He was having a very difficult time went through it. And so he took his daughter, his wife passed away and they move away. Okay. And so she was raised not in this small Salem town. Um, but she, you know, a number of circumstances, her father falls ill, her mother, her grandmother passes away and leaves her and her father her house. So they move home. Mm-hmm. Her and her stepmother move home to this house and, while her father is ill in an effort to like, I don't even know. There's the, there's not a lot of understanding of why they needed to be there. Her stepmother felt like it was the right place with her dad being sick. To go back to his yes, hometown. let's go there. To take so care of him she, there. It, yep, and she's in high school. And when... Everyone hears her name. They know exactly who she's related to, and they don't like her. Because they lost. Well, because her father hung all these women. Oh, yeah. Uh, or her grandfather. It's like a great-great-grandfather. Yeah. She is Did this. She's, that's to... how she's connected. Okay. So those who are connected to the witches who died, or accused, accused. witches, yeah. um, they very much rule the school. Okay. And they have a little coven. And they play at witchcraft mm. and do a little bit of things. But ever since this, are they really witches? Like, or are they playing? Oh, they're at playing. Okay, I think they maybe see themselves a little bit, but it's not. I don't know that they take themselves too seriously. You're not right. all doing of little them. seances and fun yes. dances in the woods or whatnot, exactly. but it's all in. And they have fun. had some reactions to mm-hmm. this the fun that they're having with witchcraft. It's not like they haven't experienced anything by doing it, but I also don't think they all take themselves super seriously. Like they realize that they might be able to play with things a little bit, but their true effect is minimal on like the way their life, like on their lives or the way things are run around them. Okay. It's just like, they might see things or affect the wind or, you know, really little things. Okay. Um, but they don't like her. And ever since she arrived, really weird things are happening around town and specifically in the school. And so she's taking the blame for all of it. Like she brought this it to It came them. with her. Yeah. Okay. And it seems as much as she tries to make things right or to help or to understand what's happening – the worse things get for her. Mm-hmm. And she starts to question, like, who are her friends and who she can trust. And she becomes very invested in sol- understanding and solving what is happening to this town because it is very uncanny 
and how she's going to help her dad get better. Why her dad can't get better is all seems to be tied into it. And I did not see the ending coming. I will say okay. this, like it all comes to a head. There is, it's, it's witchcraft. It's the Salem witch trials. It's how it's all brought into the modern time that we live in now. It was fun. It was really well done. I'm really excited. It was cute. And and it was good because it was teenagers. Like, there's just this mean girls feeling to it. Yes. Do you know what I mean? with that. The dark, black, yes. angsty teenage. Yes. And, like, the way that teenagers are so dramatic. And there's, yes. like, that kind of happening. And she's trying to make sense of it all and... Maybe making some stupid choices because she has a teenage brain. Yeah. I kind of love young adult stuff. Right. And this was perfect. Like, it's just really well done. Funny enough, I read it and I loved it. I gave it four stars. Awesome. On our Instagram, someone commented that they took the quiz uh-huh. and they got a book that I had never heard of. And I was like, ooh, what's that? And I went and looked it up. And it's called Haunting the Deep, okay. which turned out to be... My book number two. Like oh, it's a series. It's a series. Ooh. And so I was like, oh my goodness. So I hadn't even I didn't even realize yeah. that my book was a series. Ooh. And so now this other one's on my list. It's called Haunting the Deep. So I haven't even gotten to that one yet. That is super exciting. I just I checked know. out How to Hang a Witch. Yes. And okay. Because it was available. It was available. I was available for me. I'm gonna place a hold on this second one. I'm so excited for this month. I know. And the Some kind of, it's good- kind of a fun little twist because the author, we learn that the author has actual connections to the Salem Witch Trials, like in her ancestry. In her own ancestry. And so she like had this desire to learn about her own heritage. And from that was born these stories. Yeah. Which was super fun. I kind of loved that little like piece of information mm-hmm. about these books. The next one, the number two, The Haunting in the Deep or Haunting the Deep, it takes place like on this ghost ship that's like the Titanic. And she also oh. has ties to the Titanic. So fun. That is fun. Anyway, she obviously likes um haunt like spooky books. Her other right. books are like Hunting November. I was just looking at that. Yeah. She's got it's a kind of fun. Yeah. Two other books. Um and Killing November. Yeah. Ooh, Ooh. I'm excited. I know. So if a new author for like spooky reads. Yeah. Which is super fun. Her name is um Adriana Mather. Perfect. Yeah. You guys still have time. Lots of in time. In October to get your spooky Take reads in. Your pick. I feel like yeah, so many in. good things. These are good ones. What a good month. I know. you. We'd love to hear from you. If you read any of these or if you have recommendations for us, you can find us on Instagram or Facebook. You can email us at thisisyourbookclubpodcast at gmail.com. Please rate and subscribe. Share with your friends. Thank you to Amphibious Zoo for our music. And we'll see you next time. I'm Sarah. And I'm Jamie. And, and this, this is, is your book club. club.